0: Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning is offered for informational purposes only. Before you make any major life changes, please seek the help of a professional or your physician before you do so. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron, and I'm sitting here on location today with Dr. Banning. Dr. Banning, how are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Um... Yeah, I just thought, you know, it'd be good to just come out to the house and do it in the sunroom where the sun's shining and, uh, you know, just this, a
0: little different setting. It's actually pretty awesome. I enjoy being at the uh, Casa de uh, Chris.
1: What is the Casa de?
0: <laughs> the House
1: of Chris. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> that's, that's it in Spanish, right. yes. okay, great, okay. All right,
0: this, the, today's episode is, is a special episode. I'm really excited about this. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Today, I'm going to interview Dr. Chris Banning, and you may have heard of Dr. Chris Banning from his podcast, Your Best Health, with Dr. Chris Banning, but we've never done a, a Meet the Doctor or Meet Your Host episode, so okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. We're going to start basic, and then we're going to kind of work our way up. So question number one for you, doctor, where are you from? Where were you born?
1: Um, I was born in, it's not a joke, Flint, Michigan. Oh, boy. Had a lot of, lot of good water up there.
0: <laughs> Flint, Michigan. You know, there's a lot of great, a lot of my heroes come from Flint, or from Michigan anyway, from from Detroit area.
1: Oh, really? Oh, De- no, Motor City, yeah. Yeah,
0: you yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted Nugent. You got well, Alice Cooper. Yes.
1: Uh, oh, gosh, you got the Motown thing going. Yes. There's a, yeah. band,
0: a, a band called Death. You ever heard of them?
1: No, I haven't heard of them.
0: Now, they're, they're, you hear that name and you think, okay, they're going to be. Screamo or something, but they weren't. They're, really? they're three, uh, three sons of a pastor up in De- Detroit, and he um, he raised them well. And to them, they lost an uncle when they were young. And I'm this is a terrible way to start the show, we're, we're, and, and we'll we'll get over this. But they, uh, one of them, had an epiphany that life doesn't begin until death.
1: Well, you know, um, in nature, things have to die before life can uh take place yeah yeah he yeah. was
0: really he was upset about his uncle and his dad sat him down and talked to him about you know this is not the end it's the beginning for him and we will be with him again mm-hmm. and so he took that and, and and named his band death and then nobody would sign him because their name was Death.
1: <laughs> what if i called my office death chiropractic would that work
0: i don't think that would work at all
1: <laughs> dr banning it's <That's laughs> start with the end in mind <laughs> Who's that, Stephen Covey? Start with the end of mind, death. <laughs> I think so. No, death isn't the end. The end uh, for those in Christ uh, is in heaven. Amen. We're celebrating. That's yeah. right. Okay, so you are
0: from Flint. How long did you live in, in Michigan?
1: Michigan, shoot, I spent my whole teenage life.
0: So you lived there for in, a
1: while. Yeah, in Michigan. And then um, I went to Olivet Nazarene College, um, graduated in 1980 from high school. Went to Olivet Nazarene College from 80 to like 83 is that in michigan that's in kankakee illinois okay and met my wife there and then uh you know i ended up uh we got married august 25th 35 years ago 1984
0: now see you're answering questions that i had
1: well i'm just trying to tell a story you know (laughs) i'm I'm recollecting yeah okay i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: okay what what i um, where would you go from uh, when you graduated college what was your next step
1: uh, well um, I ended up meeting my prerequisites for chiropractic school and entered chiropractic school in 1984
0: and where was that
1: that was in Marietta Georgia Retta.
0: so you've already traveled a lot by the time uh, you were a good bit in yeah your 20s mm-hmm So you went to chiropractic school. What got you interested in chiropractics?
1: Well, um, when I was about 15, 16 years old, I had some lower back pain that was almost crippling. And uh, I did it lifting weights. I did a deadlift, you know, where you pull weight up off the ground. My form was horrible and I hurt my back. I I mean, I, I couldn't do anything for it, you know, and my parents were like, well, let's take you to the doctor. And he gave me medication, took some x-rays, and really, you know, that wasn't doing anything for me. And so they decided to take me to a chiropractor. So I went to the chiropractor, and um, I vividly remember that I had scoliosis and a short right leg. And I also vividly remember the type of table he put me on and the adjustment he gave me and he adjusted my sacrum with a drop technique and uh i couldn't believe the freedom i felt in my hips and my lower back after that and so i was i didn't know that i was going to be a chiropractor at the time but i was really intrigued with it and i loved my visits when i went to the chiropractor my parents took me and uh you know fast forward to today i love taking care of teenagers because i know there's a lot of teenagers out there that we can uh get to become chiropractors just because it's such a neat exciting uh practice it's a fun job
0: yes it is it really looks that way yeah you know i've been around your office quite a bit and uh it's always awesome i mean it's it's nice when i think about going to the doctor i think i told you last weekend we uh i had my annual physical a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and just going to the regular doctor is a pain it's there's nothing pleasant about it
1: yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. I've never had anybody come up to me and say, hey, you know, why don't you come to my doctor man he gives me these drugs and ooh <laughs> la 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 unless it's a pain clinic and then boy they're gonna be in real trouble you ain't kidding. You know, eventually you get hooked on these medications yes but, sir uh, yeah you know the thing i like about chiropractic is it's pure it's clean um since 1895 chiropractic's been drug free and it will remain drug free and uh, we focus on health we focus on um how to make the body healthier and we really don't focus on disease you know yeah. so it's a whole different mindset yeah
0: and we had a whole episode on dis-ease uh yeah. earlier in in our uh collection of podcasts that we've got yeah now. this is number 60 by the way
1: it is yes wow that's
0: hard to believe congratulations we have been well, we've been broadcasting over a year now
1: man is there like a trophy for that or there something? he is
0: yeah it's in the mail <laughs> okay
1: awesome i can't wait to get it
0: actually in the world of podcasting that is a huge milestone okay so well, congratulations and i'm right. thrilled to be part of this well, man journey.
1: yeah you there's no way i could have done this without you because you're uh, you're the producer
0: well, i appreciate that Yeah. So. okay so you go to uh, chiropractic school and you graduate yes and how long from that point of graduation until the time you opened your first practice
1: well um, my goal was to go to a clinic that was extremely busy and progressive and very successful and so guess where i went back to flint Flint, michigan Michigan, (laughs) Michigan, yes now the thing that was great about this guy is he survived during the auto crisis you know where gas prices went up
0: um, oh, the old, uh,
1: you know, the cars weren't selling, and Jimmy he was—he was in the middle of UAW town. Oh wow! And the way he built his practice was by inviting people to hear a discussion or a talk on health and how your body heals through chiropractic care.
0: I bet you there was a lot of stress around that place during that time.
1: Um, there was, but not with him because he just—he uh, just knew how to run a practice, and you know, um, he. He had been in practice for, gosh, probably 25 years when I met him. And uh, I just told him, I said, I'm your boy. I'll do everything that needs to be done around here. And I worked hard. I, I worked 70 hours a week and made about 300 bucks wow. a week.
0: Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, he
1: was a little tight on money. <laughs> um, but he wasn't tight on teaching me and learning me and, and showing me things. And,
0: so it was kind so, of an internship.
1: It pretty much was. Now, my wife, Sue, um, she was pregnant and uh she worked for a law firm and then uh and you know, we had her daughter in November of when do we have Lindsay.
0: Uh Lindsay, I have no uh no part in this if he's gonna give your age. I just want you to know. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh, okay. If, if well, you're I better, listening. <laughs> I better not say that. But uh, you know, we had her, that was probably gosh i'm gonna say that was like
0: you better be careful (laughs) 19 (laughs) it's okay
1: 1990 (laughs) i tried yeah oh she doesn't care i know she doesn't and so from there um, we ended up leaving and we went to nashville tennessee
0: finally finally you you came home
1: yeah, What we did is we looked up a places rated almanac. And we just the place rate almanac will rate different cities in a country uh, based on economy, education, culture, environment, um, weather, all those things. Okay, and uh, you know, we came up with Nashville.
0: I'm so we glad you Nashville. did. Yeah,
1: me too. It's, it's been a blessing for us.
0: So, your first. And that's where you went after your, say, we called, internship. You, you came to Nashville. Yeah. To open your own practice. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that was in Rivergate?
1: Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, we, we opened a practice in uh, Rivergate Mall. It was called Rivergate Chiropractic, and that was in 1990. In fact, uh, our daughter... Um, was in the practice with us and she really she was a whole six months maybe yeah just a baby huh yeah and so she was in the crib and sue took care of her and sue answered phones took care of the front desk hooked patients up on therapy and then i adjusted patients and took x-rays and did exams
0: well other than Lindsay being there that's pretty much like it is today
1: well, we've added several people and several patients, and we're a lot busier than we were back then. But it is pretty much yes. Yeah, Sue and I work together.
0: How long were you in Rivergate?
1: Um, man, I'm gonna say. 2003.
0: Five years. 2003. So you were there about three years, 2003. Oh. 13. 13 years. 13 years. Ah, yes. Okay. 13
1: years, and uh, that's my wife in the background, Sue. Um she's making sure I get these dates correct. She's <laughs> our fact checker. They're good with dates. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. So yeah, thirteen years and it was a great time. You know the really fun and neat thing is, is there are patients that are still with me. Yeah. From Rivergate that still come into me. And it just makes me feel so I don't want to say warm and fuzzy inside but it just it's a great feeling sure you know loyalty there's a reason they're loyal because we had a bond we had a relationship and uh so yeah we've got we've got a lot that have come up uh, with us up here at white house so
0: so you left rivergate in 2003 and came to white house tennessee yes our beautiful home
1: Yes, we love it here.
0: Yeah, and you've been, you've been here ever since. Uh-huh. Now, have you always been in the location you're at now?
1: No. Uh, what I did, or what we did, was we sold our practice, took that money, and lived off of it. And there's a building up here, the Jim Brinkley building. It's uh, right off of 76. And we got a little tiny space here, about seven or 800 square feet. We built that out and we practiced there for probably gosh two years maybe and then from there we moved down the road there was a a strip center right across from mapco off of 76 and right next to the BP what's now the bp gas station there um doug Pertle owned, owned that for a while and we located there we built that space out and we were there for about five years and so where i'm at now three plus five that's eight and then we uh got our current location on raymond hirsch parkway and we've been there for seven years. seven years it doesn't seem like it seven years so yeah we've been in white house for 15 years
0: well that's awesome and and you're great uh a great part of the city i think it's 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 a great little town it's growing How? yeah yeah okay and I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, some advice you might have for young people we talked about teenagers earlier in this episode what advice would you have to a young person that's thinking of getting into uh, the, the art of chiropractic
1: um, well you know I would I would I would say you know go to a chiropractor that you know or your parents go to or someone that you know that you really like um, and then ask them if you can shadow. Um, we, we let people shadow us quite a bit. It's it's kind of shady, but we still let them sh- shadow us. <laughs> no. Um, I won't let a young person that's like 10 or 11. No. They can come visit us and kind of, you know, but I won't let them watch me work on patients because I like our patients to have some a good amount of privacy. Yes. Um, But if I've got somebody that's in college and they're planning on going to chiropractic school, my door's open anytime for those folks.
0: So they can come shadow? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, there's several that have uh, been patients and have gone on and are actually practicing chiropractic.
0: Oh, that's got to make you happy. Yeah,
1: it is. Uh, There's uh, several of them. Um, There's one that's practicing in Franklin, Tennessee right now. There's another that's it's already graduated. I think he's practicing in Florida. Um, I'm sure there's several others. It's just, it's hard to keep track of them sometimes.
0: That's awesome, though. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you, too, the other thing is you just have no idea what kind of an impact your words or your actions can have on a young person. And, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can say something or do something, and then years down the road, they might say something. You know, when you did that, that adjustment to me? I mean, I didn't have headaches. That's what got me into chiropractic. That's one of, one of them I had headaches. Quite That's awesome. A bit. Yeah, and he, he actually went into chiropractic school. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, really being a chiropractor is like being a minister or a pastor. And the reason I say that is you get a chance, somebody sits down and shares their challenges, their struggles with you, and then you you do the exam. And then you share with them what you found, and you ask them what they want to do. Yeah. And uh, from there, you set them up on a, a treatment plan. And, you know, I'm, I'm heavily involved with the patient. I always tell them, I said, hey, listen, I don't know you right now. I don't know how your body heals, but I want to know. I want to learn. I want you to tell me everything you can as we, as we walk this journey together. But I can't want it more than you. And so that's how we start. And, uh, you know, I tell them, I said, hey, this is a guideline whatever works the best that's what we want to do and um you know we form a relationship and and the whole goal is is not pain based the whole goal is well i can't sleep because of the pain oh gotcha so if you could sleep would you have more energy yeah i'd have more energy oh that's good and what would that enable you to do well when i come home i'm so tired i don't even want to cook dinner i'm gonna go straight to bed well this would be better not just for you but your family too right yeah okay so we're not just getting rid of pain we're helping people live their lives that's awesome live better lives and be able to take care of their family better or be able to have a, a more fun or happier life because you know the way we work is is chiropractic helps the nervous system function better and you live your life through your nervous system so if you don't feel good you don't want to exercise you don't want to do things that you normally do so we help them
0: that's awesome i love that
1: yeah it's exciting for me too
0: okay this question is is going to be a bit controversial but i want to know there's folks out there who have the mindset that um pills are the only way medicine's the only way to heal medicine's the only way to feel better
1: well this is the thing that i was talking to you about being a minister um there are a lot of people out there most people that come to me They've done that route. Yeah, they've done the medication. They've done the surgery, and uh, they come into me and they just say, "Hey, listen, I've, I've tried all this stuff." Because one of the questions we ask, "What have you tried?" Oh, well, I went to the pain clinic. You know, I've had injections. Um, I'd had I had uh, surgery. Wow. And you're still having these problems yeah not only that but uh i've got some side effects from the surgery or you know the medications just got me worn down and so just based on the experience of things that i see um, my message is try the most conservative thing first and, and then go to the more aggressive things and so
0: that makes so much sense yeah
1: one thing that we say is chiropractic first drug second surgery last yeah I think that's pretty good
0: I do too I I think that's a great plan for for everybody
1: yeah and then the other thing is what's your desire to get this problem corrected without the use of drugs or surgery they're they're all like 100% you know and so so that's my goal is if I can help them without the use of drugs or surgery are are they are they willing to you know commit to it and they are
0: yeah most of the vast
1: majority of them are
0: I know I was (laughs) when I I didn't want anything to do with drugs or surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've never seen a medication advertised that did not have side effects.
1: Yeah. In fact, um, majority of medications, you may not know this, are made from petroleum.
0: Oh, my gosh. I did not know that.
1: You know, the Rockefellers. Oh, yeah. They. They were in control of all the petroleum in this country. And uh, they discovered that uh, they could make drugs out of the petroleum products that they had, and vitamins. <laughs>
0: vitamins.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making it up. How do you make vitamins
0: out of petroleum?
1: I'm <laughs> not a chemist, but that's that's what's happened there. And uh, so from there, they uh, use their influence to, you know, put a lot of holistic doctors in jail. Yeah, and and uh, write laws and influence um, the political system to shut down the holistic docs. Oh. A lot of chiropractors went to jail. They say they call it practicing without a license, and uh, it was a campaign to just get rid of all holistic and natural remedies that a lot of the doctors were doing. Yeah, a lot of medical doctors were using it, and uh, so here we are today, where you know it's coming around though i think more more and more people are realizing that uh you know some of the treatments out there may not be the best thing
0: yeah and that's Um, one area where podcasting really shines because we can speak the truth there's nobody behind us but me and you we're not afraid to to say what we believe we're not afraid of big pharma we're not afraid of the feds yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) who's afraid of the big bad wolf
0: So we can just speak our beliefs and speak our truth uh, that we, you know, that we buy into. And the thing about the the Rockefeller situation that you were just discussing, to me, there is a a criminal uh, frame of mind behind that. It's it's like we're going to knock out our biggest competition by writing laws.
1: Yeah, well, that's happening right now. I mean, it happens all the time Um, for me. I look at my body as a temple, and I I look at my body that was given to me as a as a great responsibility that God gave me, and uh, I want to control what gets put in my body. And I, my, my children are growing up now, but when when I was a father, I wanted to control what was put in my ch- yeah. child's body. We're losing those rights. Yep, we're losing those rights right now, and uh, I sometimes lose sleep at night it scares me because i have grandchildren um you know i'm going to be here for maybe 30 or 40 more years on this earth yeah you know so but uh you know i I think it's coming you can see what's happening in california and new york and uh, i i don't think people really truly realize um the right that we should be able to exercise to be able to control what's put in our bodies yeah, yeah we're you losing know, that freedom. If, if you read the labels just read the labels and have a simple talk you know what i'm saying yeah we talk about nutrition okay if you can't read it what you shouldn't be eating it right amen yeah okay yeah well there is so much stuff in vaccinations and flu shots that if we sat down and talked about simple physiology toxicology that would be absolutely horrible for our bodies. Yeah. And it would be a simple discussion. We wouldn't have to discuss vaccinations, you know. So, and I'm not an authority on that. I just I just know there's things that are good for me and there's things that are not good. I want to put the things that are good for me in my body and I want to do that for my whole life. And I don't want somebody from the outside telling me what I need to put in my body. And I think there's a lot of people on, on the same page as me.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I think so too.
1: Yeah. So... You know,
0: and I think you know. one of the things you're talking about is that that there are certain areas of our country now where it's you can no longer uh, use your uh, religion to say no to certain.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, your body is a temple. Amen. Yeah. You know, and so you can call that religion. Um, yeah. It's where the Holy Spirit resides inside of my my body, and uh, you know, I, I ultimately have the. Ultimate responsibility to take care of my health. I know it's really nice to sit back and take medications and sit on a couch and not do anything about it. That's the that's lazy way out, in my opinion. I feel like we should all be good stewards of our body and our health because if we're healthy, we can have a bigger impact. We can have a bigger purpose and we can uh, contribute to society. We can help our community and our help our families. You know, so much more than than when we're sick and when we're just relying on medications and surgery and waiting for a crisis, yeah, in our lives. So you know, we're all going to pass away.
0: Oh sure, nobody um, lives forever.
1: But it's how you live. You it's a quality of life. Qual-, qual span, yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Well, Doctor Banning, this has been great. I've really enjoyed uh, getting to know you in this last half hour. And you I'm mean you didn't know me <laughs> before this? <laughs> I know our our listener probably didn't know you as well as they do now, oh, okay.
1: so that's good All right <laughs> so i i I held a few things back, yeah, I don't want them to know everything okay, good you know maybe we yeah can, you know but uh yeah,
0: we didn't get too personal,
1: yeah <laughs> but uh anyhow but i I enjoyed sharing that and uh I'm just grateful for uh the opportunity to to do the podcast and share some ideas that might help some people out. And, uh, you know, if anybody has questions or has any concerns, you're welcome to give us a call at White House Chiropractic and
0: uh,
1: 672-7878-7878. Yes. Or email us at docbanning at gmail.com.
0: All right. Well, until next time, this is Aaron Lindsay He's talking to Dr. Chris Banning. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.